It's Friday, and I'm going to be your host for the episode. I'm Kyle. And I'm the co-host for this episode, Cassidy. And this is Date Night. So, first things first, we went to the theater for the first time since, like, July for you, I think. Yeah. I have been back, let's see, I went a couple weeks ago, but that was the first time since September, actually. Mm -hmm. And then this was the first time I've gone since early December. So, it was just, it was nice to be back in the theater. And it was nice to be back in the theater with you. Aw. Yeah. It's been a while. <laughs> it has been. I think Barbie was the last movie you saw in theaters, right? Yeah, because when we were on the travel assignment in New Hampshire, I used to drive like an hour to go to the movies, and I was not taking part in that. Yeah, I used to drive an hour to go to the movies. Yeah, I would drive over an hour, just a little bit over an hour to go to the movies, and I would I would make it, I would go for like 12 hours, you know what I mean? Like I'd go watch two <laughs> movies, three movies, and then come back. Yeah. But it had to be like in a thing. Like I wasn't just going to go watch some dumpy ass movies. Yeah. And I would, I can't do that. Now we have a theater like two miles away. Mm-hmm. So I can just go right there. It's a hop and a skip. So we can go all the time together. Are you super excited about that? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but the reason I bring that up is because this was part of our date night. Yeah. Yeah. So we had like a two night type of date night. Where on Friday night, we wrapped up our Christmas celebrations finally with a Christmas party we went to. Yep. Which is like your family's annual, not your family, but your family's friends annual get together. My parents, friends, and all their kids Mm -hmm. get together. And so we did a Yankee swap there. Yep. And that ended with us walking with $75 to Texas Roadhouse. Yeah. (laughs) I brought um, a Texas Roadhouse gift card that my grandmother had given me. Because, you know, I was like, you know, I won't have to buy another present. I'll just bring this gift card. Mm -hmm. I got it back, and Kyle also got one. (laughs) So I picked the gift that I thought your brother brought, and it turns out it was from your mother. Mm -hmm. And I knew it had to be the Texas Roadhouse gift card. That's why I picked it. Yeah. And sure enough, it was. And now I have $75 (laughs) to Texas Roadhouse because I'm a fat fatty, and I want all the appetizers. And I don't want to pay for them out of pocket. So... (laughs) <laughs> I'm okay with it. I was happy with it. I knew you were like, please don't be Texas Roadhouse. Please don't be Texas Roadhouse. And I was like, come on, Texas Roadhouse. Daddy wants a blooming onion. <laughs> well, I was just like, as if we need money to spend on food. <laughs> yeah. Money we have to spend on food, right? Right. But then uh, the next night, we went and saw Night Swim, the movie we're going to talk about tonight, which was definitely a movie that exists. Yes. And then we invited your cousins over, and we hung out with Carrie and Kayla for like hours. Yep. Uh, my cousins came over, and it was a lot of fun. This was the the first apartment of mine that they've come over to, and I've lived in quite a few apartments over the years. They just have never never come to visit. Mm-hmm. I've never really invited anyone to come visit, <laughs> so it's not just on them. I don't know. I just I feel like when I usually hang out with people, I go to their place. Yeah, you're very much so. I'll come to you. Well, I don't like to be that way. I know. You'd rather host. You're a great host. I'm the complete opposite. I'd rather go so I can leave when I want because I can't kick people out. Yeah. But you're like, I want them to come to us so I can be host. Yeah. I just feel like we live a little bit like out of the way. Like I feel like all of my cousins live in central yeah, Maine. Yeah. Yeah. And we live in southern Maine. So I feel like it's easier for me to go to them than for all of them to come to me. Yeah. That makes sense. 
Yeah. I, we don't live that far anymore. That's why I felt okay inviting them. Yeah, we're a little like closer. Forty-five minutes away. Yeah, it is true. But it was a lot of fun. We they were like they brought games and they did brought all this stuff and then we just sat at the kitchen counter yeah. the entire time. <laughs> Literally didn't even move uh, to the couch. I felt so bad when I saw the game. I came around the corner to grab something and I saw she brought games and I was like, oh man, we've been talking for like four hours. But non-stop. it was just like natural. Like we just the conversation kept flowing and so yeah, we just we kept just talking and. I just, we could have moved to the couch. Yeah, at any point in time, we could have done anything. We were like standing on the like kitchen side of the bar while they were sitting on the other side, but. And we just didn't. We just never moved. We just stayed. We just talked, had some pizza, really good pizza. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It was very, I had no no Texas Roadhouse. We didn't have Texas Roadhouse. We We have money in Texas Roadhouse and didn't use it. No, I didn't want to drive. So Texas Roadhouse is like 20 minutes away, which is not that far, but I did not want to drive that far because then it would have been 40 minutes and then it would have turn. You know, it's just a long time. It's a thing. It becomes a thing. And if I'm going to go to Texas Roadhouse, I think I want want to eat it there. I want the fresh, hot rolls and cinnamon butter. Mm -hmm. I want unlimited rolls and cinnamon butter. When you bring it home, it's just not the same. (laughs) So that will be maybe our date night this weekend. Yeah, maybe if we're not, you know. (laughs) Dying from the power outages that are going to definitely be coming. Yeah, there's a big old storm hitting tonight in Maine. (laughs) So if you guys can't tell, Kyle's so happy we're back in Maine. (laughs) I'm happy to be back, just not for like eight months out of the year. Yeah, Yeah. I'm pretty much forcing him against his will to be here. (laughs) Yeah, she was like, it's my way or the highway, bucko. And I was like, damn. I said, I'm going back to Maine. (laughs) She was like, I can leave you here. It's all good. You can stay. You can stay. (laughs) That was funny when we were leaving Colorado and I was like sad we were leaving. You were like, you don't have to come with me. You can stay here. <laughs> that like, was it's funny. It's totally up to you. I don't want you, like, I don't want you living someplace solely for me. But pretty much that's why he's in me. It's solely for me. That's because I love you. Yes. But yeah, so that was our that was our weekend. Yeah. That was our date nights, kind of. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it was fun, but it was also like relaxed fun it wasn't anything that was like too crazy yes yeah, sunday was super relaxed we watched well what? Was kind of relaxed sunday? i know um, but i had to go out and like shovel the patio like yeah, four sunday times was super relaxed for me yeah i don't have winter boots yet it is true or gloves or winter coat so kyle <laughs> how the fuck did you make me move back here and then saddle me like i have boots gloves and a I coat and a shovel, and you're just like, I've got nothing. It looks like i got to stay inside and drink hot cocoa and read my book. <laughs> Ladies, if you're listening to this, that's how you do it. Just throw away your winter coat, your boots, and your gloves, and you can't go outside. Yeah. Like, oh, man, I just got to watch you from the warmth of our house. It's so sad. Good luck. <laughs> While Kyle was shoveling, I was feverishly reading a book. Yeah. But I don't feel too bad for me. I like shoveling. Oh, he likes shoveling. Yeah, I, I was kind of veering into... Say what book I'm reading. What book are you reading? A Court of Thorns and Roses. Yeah. You've it's been obsessed. all the talk on book talk. For like the last two years, I feel like, right? Like, I mean, it's probably not two years, no, but I feel like every time like I'm on book months. talk, it feels like it, that's all they're talking it's about. It's been all the craze, and so I started it, and I must say, it's living up to the Here's the so thing. Oh. She bought this months ago. I did. I didn't want to start. I didn't, so I had a goal last year to read 15 books. I only read 12. But I didn't want to start A Court of Thorns and Roses at the end of last year. I think I got it in like October or November. Yeah, you got it in October. And I didn't want to start it because some of the books are a little bit on the thicker side. 
And I was like, if I'm going to get to my 15 books, mm. I got to read the thinner books. Mm-hmm. But then I ended up reading a book that didn't pique my interest and it took me two months to read. Yeah. So um, I probably would have finished my 15 books if I would just would have started Akatar. Yeah. For those of you that don't know the lingo, Akatar stands for A Court of Thorns and Roses. Oh my so. god. <laughs> So, this is a movie podcast. <laughs> Let's go ahead and shift gears over to, for the first time in forever, most of our episodes don't have this category, actually. Most of our episodes we watch at home, our movies we watch at home. So, we're going to have the return of the trailer game. Trailer game. Trailer game. Trailer game. It needs a little work, but... I don't think it's going to last long at this price. There's a pool. Always wanted a pool. Is this everything? We'll grow into it. Y'all ready? Marco. Hello. Marco. Hello. <laughs> Marco. I I hear you. You need to say something back. So, those of you who are new or did not listen to any of the beginning episodes, we do this thing when we go to the movie theater that you have to abide by. If Cass says no, she's not going to watch it, you can't watch it either. Them's the rules. I don't make them. She does. So, Cass, we only had four trailers. Yeah. Which, you, were, you were blown away. Yeah. I was shocked. I was so happy. <laughs> the movie and started 10 minutes after we sat down. I, I was like, oh, man, we're going to have... I was like, why did we get here so early? And Cass was like, I, I don't know. Your anxiety with time. I have time anxiety. Big time. Yeah. And so she's like, that's why we're here. And I was like, well, don't call me out like that. Jeez. But then the trailer started. And the first trailer was on screen for less than 30 seconds. And I was like, chef's kiss? Fantastic. But then the other trailers were all like the average average length. And then the, when the fourth one ended, it just went straight into the opening for the movie. And I was like, holy... Lee, I, I, mean, I looked right at you and I was like, I could feel my face just like stretching. My mouth getting wider and wider. I was like, ah, we're really doing this. It's happening. It's starting. And so I was very, 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 very excited. So that probably influenced my opinion on a lot of these trailers. So we're going to go ahead and start the first one, mm-hmm. which I have to tell you, spoiler alert, it's going to be a podcast episode, I think for next week. And it is Mean Girls. Oh, watch. I debated including this only because it was a 30 second trailer. They just showed the cast. Mm-hmm. Quick little glimpses, and then they were like, uh, January 12th, Mean Girls musical, or some shit like that. And I was like, oh, nice. W-A-T-C-H. Yes, absolutely. We will be watching that. We are Renee Rapp stands. Well, one of us is a Renee Rapp stan. I just you like her. You don't even. No, I like her, but I'm not a stan. But Renee Rapp, she's my girl. She's going to be playing Regina George. And I'm so excited. I'm so excited to see, I cannot remember her name, but the girl from Honor Society. Yeah. I think she is awesome. I cannot wait to watch her again. I like Renee Rapp. I'm really glad that she's going to be like, it's a musical. So she's like the perfect casting for Regina George. Because yeah. she's basically Regina George in Sex Lives of College Girls. You know basically, what I mean? Yeah. And so I think she's going to fit in perfectly. I can't wait to watch it, honestly. And we will be covering it next week for, I believe, your pick. I yeah. believe you wanted to watch it. So we'll be covering it. So date and night. Yeah. We'll be going to watch um, 
oh. Mean Girls, and then going to Texas Roadhouse. That makes watching a musical for two hours worth it. To treat you to Texas Roadhouse? Yeah. My treat, baby. To treat me? Yeah. My, my my treat. Treat. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Our next trailer was Ghostbusters, Frozen Empire. We saw the first Ghostbusters with these characters, yes. Ben Wolfhard and the other girl that's familiar. I don't remember her name, but Paul Rudd. <laughs> so <laughs> fucked up, I don't remember her name. She's the main character. Ben Wolfhard and Paul Rudd are just like supporting. <laughs> Fuck. Um, but, so we'll watch it, because we saw the first one. But it wasn't like, it didn't pique my interest that much. Just so everyone at home knows, or at work, or driving, she rolled her eyes so hard she rolled them twice. She just rolled them <laughs> twice so hard. I don't think she realized she did. I agree, though. I'll watch this because, one, Paul Rudd for life. Yeah. Anything he touches, I mean, I'm also going to watch. But we also did watch the first one, and I have a thing where, like, if I watch one, I'll probably watch them all. But this movie just didn't. I did, The trailer does nothing for me. If anything, it makes uh, the concept of the movie just yeah doesn't interest me. They're like, people for the first time ever froze to death in New York City in July. And I'm like... Okay. <laughs> what? It's the death cold. That is what they say. It's the death cold. You can die literally from fear itself. And Paul Rudd's like, oh my god. I don't I don't care. I don't care. The next trailer we got is for Imaginary. Oh. I mean, you'll make me watch it. I'm not a horror movie person. Like, oh, I see a horror movie trailer and I'm like, meh. Because I don't really like it. It's not what I'm going to make you do. It's what you would do. <laughs> um... It's an interesting concept. Okay, here's my question. Yep. You have a free afternoon pass. and a free movie ticket to see this movie. Are you going? <laughs> no. Okay, no. boom. Perfect. There you go. Pass is a pass. I kind of agree. I'm going to watch it because I love horror movies, but I just, this movie looks ass. It looks bad. Like, like the movie we're going to talk about tonight, Night Swim, the trailers also made the movie look like ass. So... I just know this movie's going to be bad. But I'm going to watch it anyway because I'm a horror movie fan. So, I'm kind of getting a little sort of hint that you didn't like the movie we watched. It's no, week. no. Oh. I was trying to be subtle. Was it not subtle enough? <laughs> <laughs> the last movie we got, last trailer we got, is The Fall Guy with Ryan Gosling. You don't remember this trailer at all, do you? Mm-mm. I didn't think you would. I uh, It's Ryan Gosling and he plays a stuntman. Oh, he's got to go get the... Yeah. Watch. Why? I don't know. Because it's Ryan Gosling. Okay, fair enough. I can accept that. That's a fair answer. That is that is a legitimate answer in my opinion. I am going to avoid this movie at all costs until it comes out on streaming. And then maybe on like a Friday night if I'm desperate, I'll watch it. Yeah. Only because Ryan Gosling. I probably won't go to theaters to see yeah. it. Yeah. But at Ryan Gosling, you know? Yeah. This isn't one that I'm like chomping at the bit. But I mean, Ryan Gosling off of Barbie is just like, everyone's going to go see this movie specifically for him. Who was the female lead in that movie? Was it Emily Blunt? Yes, it was Emily Blunt. Good job. <laughs> it was Emily Blunt. Um, she's fantastic. Mm-hmm. She's great. She's coming off of Oppenheimer. I forgot about that. That actually is more enticing now that I remember that she's the female lead. Mm-hmm. But still, this is like an at-home popcorn movie with you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm not. I don't want to like leave. I don't want to put the dogs in their crate, <laughs> drive two miles down the road, buy a large soda because I can't help my fucking self. Every single time we get to the movies and Kyle gets a large soda. We get to our seats and he goes, I didn't think it was going to be this big. Well, the ones here shocked me. I was like, Jesus Christ, I didn't need that. You know what I mean? But every time we go, I'm like, I'm not going to buy a soda this time. And then we get there and I'm like, one large soda, please. And then I, I sit down and I was like, I don't know why I fucking bought this. And I never finish it. So. And you get something that I don't even like. 
Well, I thought so you were we gonna, can't share. I thought you were going to get your own. Plus, you don't like Pepsi products anyway. What do you even drink for Pepsi? You don't have Is Pepsi root beer? Products. I don't know, to be honest with you. I don't think so. I don't know. Do. I don't know. Maybe we should do a soda podcast. Uh, let's talk about my hatred for swimming pools. So, the movie we did this week, as you guys all know, is Night Swim. Uh, it's a movie about a haunted pool. Boom. There you go. That's all you need to know about that. Uh, why did I pick this? Because, one, I love horror movies. Two, I would have never watched this in theaters if Cass hadn't come with me. I would have waited for it to come out on streaming. <laughs> and three, it's Trashuary. And they release the worst movies in January. The movies they just think are going to bomb. They usually put them in January. Why? I don't know. That's just what they call it. It is called Trashuary. And this movie definitely holds up to that. So I do think you oversimplify it when you say that it's about a haunted pool. It essentially is. We'll get into it's, we can get into that in a minute. But I just wanted to give the people. I don't think it is. I think it's pretty <laughs> much exactly what this movie's about. It's about a haunted pool that for some reason can also be but if, a black abyss but of nothingness. When you call some say so, a pool is haunted, I think, oh, there's a ghost in the pool. I mean, there's a thing in the pool killing people, <laughs> and it's not alive. What would you call that? I'd call it a ghost. A I'd demon. call it a haunted go- haunted pool. Um, anyway. so that's why I picked it because Trashuary. Uh, there's always one really bad horror movie every January. Last year it was Megan, which wasn't that bad, uh, and this year it was Night Swim. So, let's go ahead and dive into our thoughts on it. Can you hear me? I need help. I'm looking for my mom. Who are you? My name is Rebecca Summers. So Cass wants to debate whether this is a haunted pool or not. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Is the pool haunted? So, yes and no. It's more of like a black hole to hell. What? Excuse me? (laughs) Jesus. So... Well, there's those weird so, scenes where they go underwater and then all of a sudden they're five ma- miles away from the, the house or the pool. Yes. And they're like in this black abyss of nothingness. Yes. And it's like, what's going on here? So originally this pool was like a, a pond, like a spring fed pond or whatever that was essentially cursed. I think it's a cursed pool. And so if a sick person goes in the pool, the pool will heal them, but it has to take a life of someone else. Mm-hmm. So it's not... Haunted is simplifying it. The pool or the spring, the pond, can heal people. It's right. kind of a magic pool. It can heal people. But it has to take a but life. But it takes a life. So And the people that heal get a little cuckoo. Yeah. Um... That's why I'm so fucking confused about this movie because it's like they couldn't actually figure out whether the pool was haunted 
or if it was the well or some sort of like ancient right. curse. Because here's the thing. There's a creature and it looks like a mud creature. It's just covered in black gook. Mm-hmm. We see it like twice, I think. Yeah. And both times it's like, what was that? It's not long enough to actually make out what it is, but it's also like... There is something there. There's something there. What is that? The story is not fleshed out. They yeah. literally never explain what that thing is, which doesn't right. have to happen all of the time. But it would be nice to get a little bit of more of a backstory as to what that creature is. If Because when they do finally decide, hey, let's go find out what's going on with this pool. Let's go track down the last owners. And they talk to her. She's like, well, it's a well. And the well was cursed. Or it's a pond. And the pond was cursed. And blah, 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 blah. What the fuck's that got to do with the mud guy? Who is the mud guy that's like taking these people? I don't I don't That's know. what I didn't get. It's like they couldn't make up their mind. Yeah. And this is based on a short uh did you know this is based on a short film? No. Because at the very end of the movie it has like this little thing that says, uh, based on the short film by the director, Bryce something. And some things work better as a short film. I think Night Swim could have been great if it was like twenty minutes long. I, that's why I want to watch the short because I feel like that opening sequence where the little girl is like trying to get the boat for her sick brother. Yeah. And then she just disappears and then her slipper comes to the surface. Cut it. Cut it there. Ship it. Great. Love it. There you go. Boom. That's all it needed That's to it. be. The first seven minutes of the movie. <laughs> awesome. Great. Let's walk out. Let's go home. I would have been great. We didn't need any of the shit with the family coming. Uh-huh. I'm sorry. The whole movie is just ridiculous. So I wanted to bring this up with you because I noticed that um, you didn't jump like once. No, it wasn't necessarily a jumpy movie. No, it definitely tried. There were so many jump scares, but oh. they were so, in my opinion, so predictable. You could see them yeah. coming a mile away. They did the whole classic refrigerator door opens. Oh, there's someone behind it. They close their refrigerator door. Oh, there's someone there. And then they do one where the camera pans away and then pans back. Oh, there's someone there. Um, the daughter, she turns around and there's something behind her. Uh-huh. All of the scares were so fucking predictable. You knew they were coming. And it's like nothing about this was scary. Mm-hmm. Nothing about this was scary. I mean, it's creepy. It's more unsettling than scary. I wouldn't even say it's unsettling. I would legitimately let like a five-year-old watch this movie and I don't think they'd have any issue. Really? Yeah. There were kids in the theater when it first came on. There were young kids. Remember? Because I was like, are those kids 13? How'd they even young. get in? They were Well, they were 13. Like they got into the movie, so they're clearly older than 13. But to me, <laughs> I'm 27, so they're kids. And looking at them, I was like, man, are they going to be able to like watch this movie they're gonna be okay watching it and then when the movie was over i was like yeah man i'd bring like a baby to watch this like <laughs> a child it what there's nothing scary and i go into every horror movie wanting to be scared i make a deal with the movie i want to be scared so scare me i'm an easy target and then it fucking doesn't that's a problem with the movie uh-huh. i just i just didn't find any of this scary there was one good jump scare and it was when and it's also because i don't like hair it's this scene in the pool when he's uh, the brother's trying to get his toy out of the filter and the arm reaches out and grabs him. But it's like the, the, because uh, he gets stuck because there's so much hair attached to the toy. And it's this little girl like saying, hey, I can't find my mom. And so he goes over uh-huh. and the arm reaches out and grabs him. It jumped me because I was like wanting to vomit with how much hair was being pulled <laughs> out of the drain. But other than that, man, this movie just missed the mark completely. You don't think like the kid, like the people being like, essentially drowned was scary not at all not at all i mean we didn't even see any of it good to know because i was like why is kyle watching a scary movie about the only body of water he'll actually go yeah i heard you say that to someone who was it (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, your cousin. You were like, I don't know. I didn't want to see this because Kyle won't go swimming in anything other than a pool. And don't worry, this did not fuck me over at oh, all. Good. I, I was, if anything, I was like, I'm gonna go get in the pool now. I don't give a shit. It just. I thought it was more funny than it was scary. There were so many parts. And I don't know if it was intentional or not, but there were so many like cheesy one-liners <laughs> in here that wa- they felt like they were taking... The movie wasn't aware that they were one-liners. Like The movie presented them as like, oh, we're going to end the scene here and we got to have like a, a cool little note to go out on. But uh-huh. it was never like, oh, we're going to stuff this with one-liners. It never gave yeah. that feeling. And one of the most ridiculous ones is when he goes to see if his MS... Uh, has progressed and the doctor's like we don't know what's going on but it's regressed this is great and he looks at her and he goes we have a pool and has this smile on his face and then the camera cuts uh-huh. and i was like oh it doesn't even know it's so cheesy like it doesn't know it's but being I think cheesy that's like the first sign that like he's going a little bit crazy because of the pool no, it definitely is. It just doesn't work for me. Right. It just felt like it was so... Blah. This movie is like very... like it. It is trying to do like too much. Like first you have this pool that apparently disappears people. Like the little girl goes in right. and she just disappears. It doesn't drown them. It happens. disappears them. She just <laughs> That's a good way of saying it. Disappears. Yep. And then this family moves in. And the dad has a mess. And then he goes in the pool and the pool's healing him. Mm-hmm. But all, then all of his family members start hearing things and having visions. And like the pool, like they'll be in the pool underwater and they'll start having these hallucinations. Mm-hmm. But then there's also a mud monster. <laughs> yeah, it couldn't quite pick the lane it wanted to and go then into. also there's something that goes inside the dad. There's a possession. It becomes a possession <laughs> movie at one point. What the fuck is that, bro? It's like they've tried to take every aspect of horror and put it into this, and it just made it seem a little bit silly. You can't take every horror cliche known to man, stuff it into one movie in 90 minutes, and then expect it to be good. Yeah. Like, the cliches are bad. You rushed everything, especially the ending. And gave us a bad, like, it's just a bad movie. It's yeah. just a bad movie. Oh, How do you feel about saying the, that? The dad sacrifices himself. Yeah, that's how it ends. Is The dad's like, <laughs> the pool needs somebody. And our son just drowned. So I'm going to go kill myself so the son will live. Uh-huh. And The son was underwater for, like, a long time. Ten minutes? Ten fucking minutes? And then she's doing, like, CPR. And he's like, well, i got to go kill myself now, guys. I, yeah. So I can save my son. And nobody even tries to stop him. They're, They're like, okay, see you, dad. dad. Yeah, it's so fucked up. They're like, okay, bye, dude. Good luck out there. Hope you find your dad. You know what I mean? They just sent him on his way. And then they don't move. Yeah, they stay. They just fill in the pool. What would dad want? He'd want us to fill the pool. No, he wouldn't. But just stop using it. You own the house. Stop using the pool. But the pool is spring fed, right? Right. What did you think that the water in their house is coming from the same place? So I think it is. And the reason I, I can I can say that is because when the daughter fills up her glass with water at the end of the movie, or towards the end of the movie, we're rushing towards the climax now, uh, she noticed her brother's in the pool. And so she sets the water, no, the brother's getting the water. And he sets the water on the edge of the counter and the water starts to push itself towards the edge, falls over, shatters, and then the sister falls into the glass. They're con- the, the water's controlling it. Uh, or the, the demon's control The demon haunted pool. Monster. Like, I don't even know what it is. There's a mud monster. There's a demon. There's a curse. Yeah. Like, I, there's a... I don't fucking know what's going on, dude. Okay? I was, was just... It's so stupid. Mm-hmm. And 
Also, when Wyatt Russell, which I can't believe he's in this fucking movie, him and Car- Carrie Condon, the mother, was nominated for an Oscar for Best Actress last year, mm-hmm. and this is her first movie afterward. Fucking Night Swim. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Fire your agents now. Oh, no. But when the father, Wyatt Russell, is in the shower, and he's like curled in the ball, and he's like rocking back and forth in the shower, uh, the water is like getting inside of his face because he's like opening his mouth. Like screaming and the water's going into him. And then he has these black lines rushing up his face, possessing him. So clearly there's evidence that the water in their house (laughs) is the water that's in the spring. Yeah. Also, when Carrie Condon decides she's going to go figure out the past. Yeah. What happens there with the water? The same fucking thing. How does it get there? How does it get there? And like, why is it it still affecting the the woman who doesn't live there? And why is it even affecting her at all? That's because, what I'm saying. Because it healed her son by taking her daughter. Right. And she so let it happen. why does she have black stuff coming out of her nose and her mouth right. and all? Like, why does she have any problems? Right. So she... So Carrie Condon rolls up to this house to ask the former owners what the fuck happened, basically. She meets a very sickly old woman, the old owner. And when she turns around at one point, her eyes have this black gunk basically running out of it, and so does her mouth. Mm-hmm. And the water fountain she has is just overflowing with water. And she just tried to fill a glass of water, and it's f- like flowing everywhere. What are you doing? Like, this is now becoming a possession movie because they don't live anywhere near the house. You said it was specifically this pool, right? How come this woman, multiple towns over, is now still being plagued by that curse. Yeah. And all of a sudden now it's cho- it's choosing now to like shoot black gunk out of her yeah. eyes and mouth. It just everything felt like it was just and stuffed like, in there. She already gave you her daughter. Like so why is she's not the one that sacrificed anything. So right. why is stuff affecting her? And also that bitch. Yeah, that was tough. She literally sacrificed her daughter to save her sickly son yeah and it's just like why would you ever make that choice like sophie's choice and she did it real easy yeah so that part is actually my favorite part of the whole movie i think because it's the most disturbing and i wish they'd stuck with that feeling for the movie because they didn't yeah they tried to make this some sort of fun family adventure possession thing and it was just odd the whole tone of this movie is weird i couldn't figure out if it was like trying to be a horror movie if it was trying to be an uneasy tension movie, or if it was trying to be a comedy. Like, it was somewhere in between those three, and it just didn't land. And that scene, though, where she admits she locked her son in his room and let her daughter drown, so that way the cursed pool demon mud man thing would heal her son, had me fucked up. Yeah. I was like, holy shit, they really went there. Right. Um, also, why do they make such a big deal about him being a baseball player? I don't know. It's in every fucking scene, dude. Why is it such a big deal? Like, you don't... It's not necessary. Right. So, he has MS, and he's a baseball player, and so he is trying to get back to the league. Here's the thing, though. Cass is 100% right. Every single time we see him, he's like, I'm a former baseball player. He's always talking about being a baseball player, or is watching a tape, or is practicing with his son, and... They overdo it. They overdo the fuck out of it. And the scenes where he is dressed in his brewer's uniform look god-awful. They It looks horrendous. Also, you have two kids. One of them is in high school. 
even if you didn't have MS, you're almost aged out of playing baseball. For sure. For sure. He's on the tail end, <laughs> yeah. no doubt. Because he... There's no going back. He was talking about hitting a home run the day his daughter was born. His yeah. daughter, minimum sophomore in high school. Mm-hmm. Which means he was in the league prior to that. She's 16. Okay, let's say she's 16 for the sake of argument. Which means he's minimum. The average age of making it to the major leagues in baseball, by the way, is like 26. Yeah. Dude, you're in your 40s? Yeah. And you're still trying to play baseball? Stop it's not it. the MS that's Stop stopping it. you from playing baseball, man. You're old. You just don't like your career's over. You're just old. You're just old. Like, and his MS, like they did I just don't think they didn't really make a good they didn't do a good job of like showing his struggle with that. They showed one headache. And he and walked he was, with like, a cane. And he walked with a cane. And then he stopped walking with a cane and hit home runs at a little league practice and was like, yeah. I'm the man. Yeah. Oh dude, it was just goofy as hell. That shit I'm glad you brought that up because I actually didn't write it down in my notes. It bothered me because it was so corny. Yeah. It was so corny. And I think it just made the movie's overall feel and vibe just plummet. Yeah. Every time they brought it up. It was like, ugh. Yeah. And also, like, they tried to make the son seem like an outcast in the family. But I feel like the daughter was more the outcast because they're always, like, babying the son. They're constantly like, oh, our son, we need to be nice to him. We got to be kind to him. He's going through a rough time. Dude, you just moved the daughter around too. Yeah. She's struggling and nobody cares. And the daughter's like fine with it for some reason. It just, nothing felt organic about the family. Nothing, everything felt forced with the possession that takes him over, the mud man, the ghost in the, it just, it was all way too much. Also, he was an MLB baseball player, right? The house they bought was crappy. Yeah. The houses that they were even looking at were not great. They were looking to rent. They weren't even trying to buy a house. You're in the MLB. You could afford a much nicer pool. Yeah, where'd their money go? Because, like, homeboy, if he's been playing for 16 years, he's got to have some money. Right, and I know, like, Obviously, like, MS and, like, medical expenses like that ain't cheap, but, like, the like the MLB, wouldn't they pay for that? Here's the thing. Uh, if you play, I don't know the exact thing, so please look it up. But if you play, like, it's, like, uh, 10 years in the MLB, uh, I think that they cover your, your health insurance for life. Yeah. So he played for minimum 16 years. We talked about this. Homeboy would have no medical expenses. Right. None. Like... They, if you play for one year, they'll cover you for, like, ten years medically. And, like, you saw the mom, like, sitting at the table, like, paying bills and, like, struggling, paying the And it's like, right. what, is ha- what is happening? In what world is the home run, like, a dude known for hitting home runs? Everyone was like, we hope you bring that power here to Minnesota. Yeah. And every time we see him playing, he's hitting a home run. Uh-huh. And it's like, what is that dude doing in the MLB and not getting paid? I mean, his garage is Full of trophies, 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 memorabilia. everywhere. There's trophies all over the house. It's like, how does this guy not have a penny? Yeah, and so it's just like, not only did you, is your, are you struggling to pay the bills, but you bought this house that is old and decrepit, right? That also has a nasty ass pool that then you and your family are cleaning and yeah, they pay to have it fixed up and everything themselves. Yeah. Oh, they they, oh no, they themselves. are there. There, they did it themselves. That guy comes. I forgot that the guy who shows after. up is after they fix it up because he's like, oh, this is a wellspring So pool. they try to fix it and yeah. then he cuts his hand on the thing and then it starts like 
flooding with... That's another scene that kills me is no one's reactions to anything in this are real or logical. Because the father is, like, cleaning out the drain of the pool, slices his hand from, like, the the palm, like the base of his palm up to his, like, middle finger, right? And he's like, ow, ow, ow. And then, like, the pool starts flooding, remember? All of that gunk starts flooding out of the drain. And, I mean, we're talking fast. That pool is filling up quick. Uh-huh. And they're all just standing, like, an inch from the water. And they're like, is that supposed to happen? No, I don't think so. Let's call the pool guy. Yeah. And it's like, what the fuck? Dude, you sliced your hand. And you're not concerned about tetanus. And you're not concerned about the fact that your pool is now flooding with your blood and mud mixed together, dude. You're just standing. And they don't move. They just stand there in the pool, in the deep end, with the water, like, coming up over their ankles. Mm-hmm. I would have... The, the reactions to shit just aren't real. Yeah. And then the son, uh, he has a pool party and his team comes over. And so Wyatt Russell's looking for him just so he can play chicken with another father and son. And so he teams up with a kid on the team. That dad and the mom of the kid, he almost drowned. So he goes under the water and gets possessed. And so he tries to drown this kid. Uh I'm assuming it's like a sacrifice maybe or some shit. And when they get him out of the water, his legs are bruised purple. The kid. kid. And the parents are just like, call 911. And the cops show up and they're like, don't ever come around our family again. And the dad's like, I think it's best if, you know, the kid doesn't come to practice tomorrow. It's like, you're not... That you don't come to practice. Yeah, that you don't come to practice tomorrow. And it's like... You wouldn't throw hands with this man? Like, I just... Their reaction well, is just... It felt be- so weird. I think weird. it's because the wife is like, you know, his MS, it affects his nerves. Like, so they, like, try to play that it was his disease. And not I guess. I, I know they did that. I know they did that, but I just wouldn't buy it. I'd be like, fuck that, dude. There's no yeah. chance. There's no way. Yeah. There's no way. It just... Nothing about this was good. <laughs> the direction was terrible. I think the acting was fine. I do think the cinematography, I want to talk about that real quick, was fantastic. Mm-hmm. I loved, and I don't know if you noticed this, but shots of the pool above ground, gorgeous. It's always really nice. You can see through the bottom. It's always sunny. Then shots when they're in the pool, when the camera's actually in the water, the water is murky. It's gray. You can't see anything. There's no color. And I loved that because it shows, like, on the surface, it looks beautiful and calm and just a normal pool and then when you go under the water there's something sinister there and it becomes muted there's not as much color um the the score that's happening above water is a little more angelic and then when you go underwater it's a little more sinister um loved 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 that i thought the cinematography was great i thought the sound design was great those were like the two things that really stood out to me and for that i got to give them props Uh that saved Honestly, the way the, the the coloring changed from above ground to in the water, I would say saved this movie from being like half a yeah. fucking swimming pool. You know what I mean? I was uh, very happy this movie was only an hour and a half. And that's not just because my cousins were coming over and we needed to get home. Yeah, we both were <laughs> like, we both. you asked me how long it was and I was like, it doesn't actually say. And then I Googled it and I think it's like an hour and 38 minutes, around 40 minutes or something like that. And... Ten of that's credits. Yeah. And so when it was over, I was up. Like as soon as it ended, I put my seat down and I popped up and I was like, all right, let's go. Like I don't yeah. even I don't want to even stay. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to stay. Do you have any other things you want to talk about? Or can we jump right over into our ratings? Let's jump into the ratings. Let's baby. get into our ratings. Oh, take them down. Come on, Ty. Come on, Ty. You go. You got him. Hold on, don't give up. Get it, Mikey. Let's go! Let's 
girlfriend how many pools are you rating this out of five one and a half pools one and a half pools holy shit that's gonna be the lowest grade you've ever given anything yeah i won't watch this movie again someone go double check with me on never been kissed because i feel like that's also (laughs) one of the lowest but one and a half wow yeah one and a half it wasn't good it wasn't scary there was too many scary movie concepts that it just was cheap I, I echo your sentiments on that. I'm going to give it two swimming pools, mainly because I really like the sound design. I think it's fantastic. Which horror movies always have really great sound designs. I loved the cinematography. But like you said, it is a clusterfuck of half-baked horror cliches crammed into 90 minutes. Mm-hmm. This movie never found its footing. It never found its tone. I know that the director who directed this and wrote it also directed and wrote the short film. I bet the short film is 10 times better than this. I can almost guarantee it because this was just a muddled, muddled mess. I will never watch this again, (laughs) ever, uh, even when it's streaming and I'm bored on Sunday. I think I'd rather just take a nap for 90 minutes. Mm. And that's where I stand. Trashuary is in full effect. This was the first movie I watched that came out in 2024. And it's looking like a rough year. (laughs) Now, what do you think Letterboxd, if you had to give a guess as to what the Letterboxd community has given this movie? What do you think they've given it? Two and a half pools. Letterboxd community has given this out of 19,000 people a 2.1. Oh. So it's pretty much it's... right between us. And I think that's a well, fair no, grade. I did it, gave it a 1.5. 1.5, right, right, right. And I give it a 2. So yeah, a little bit above mine, a little bit above yours. Uh, and that makes sense. I'm okay with that. Yeah. A 2.1, that's fine. That's fair. Yeah, so this movie did, deserves nothing more. Yeah, that. couldn't agree more. <laughs> So with that said, we're gonna I'm gonna read my I think five reviews? favorite reviews yes. from this movie. Now the first part. one I have is yeah you do love this. The first one I have is actually from someone I follow named Cinema Joe. Uh, this is his review. He gave it two stars and said, "Classic Blumhouse takes an interesting idea and stuffs it with the most predictable scares and horror cliches. <laughs> Has Hollywood forgotten how to make a good PG-13 horror movie?" Uh-huh. It really feels like that. Unintentionally very funny. Maybe that's a plus. Props to Blumhouse for keeping dumpuary slash trashuary alive. <laughs> I mean, we pretty much said that. Yeah. The, the It's just they, they could never find their footing because they were just shoving so much shit in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aaron gives it three stars and mm-hmm. says, did anyone think about just never going in the pool? Which is what I said. I was like, once the movie was over, I was like, you don't have to, you know, get rid of it. Just... Don't swim in it. Because I feel like if you get rid of it, you're getting rid of your dad and you're just condemning him. Or you're burying him. You're burying him, yeah. It just feels... Yeah, I mean, that's probably what they were thinking. But it just feels odd. No, I would definitely bury... I would definitely fill the pool in. You would? I don't think yes. I would. I think I'd I would be it. like, just don't go in the pool. The pool has a, a suspicious magic. Don't you think it would eventually draw you in? I think I would invite people over that I don't like. And have them swim. And then only on times when my children are sick. Oh. Like little Billy's got a cold. I'm bringing over the neighbor because they won't pick up their dog poop. You, don't you know think, what I mean? Um, the police would get suspicious when no. people keep coming to your Put house. Put the police in the pool. Put the police in the pool. The pool's a cure all, baby. I'm putting everyone in the pool. Uh, Kylo gives it two stars 
and says, I find pool hygiene scary enough. I don't need haunted <laughs> suburban pool as well. The most exciting thing about this movie was the song that played at the end of the credits. We aren't even a week in, and this may prove to be the dumbest movie of 2024. Uh-huh. Kylo, I agree. I agree. Next, I have San. They give it one and a half. Yeah. They started with a quote from the movie. We have a pool. Smiley face emoji. Then they go on to say, when will producers learn that not every short film needs to be adapted into a movie? Fuck you, it's January came out swimming. Swinging. <laughs> swimming would have been a good pun. Uh, and I picked this one specifically because it's a different point of view. Enrique gives it four stars. Enrique. And says, why is this flopping? I thought it was a lot of fun. Loved the overall aesthetic, acting, and sound design. It's not perfect, but it's entertaining. Dilf Wyatt Russell is so hot. Also, the daughter equals Scream Queen. It also could have been rated R and bloody, but regardless, I loved it. What movie did you watch? <laughs> what, what point was this entertaining? I mean, to each their own, but what movie did you watch, man? Right? Feels like maybe you just have a crush on the dad. It feels like you have a crush on Wyatt Russell, which is cool, man. He's hot. I get it. But this movie's not that good. <laughs> Don't lie to me. And last but not least, Helen gave this one star and He's said, not. pure, utter shit. <laughs> yes, Helen. Helen, you're a queen. <laughs> agreed. 100% agreed. So I only have two questions for you today. Okay. Because Mainly because I just didn't think to do this part for some reason this week. <laughs> just forgot until right now. You know, I'm looking at it and I was like, uh, I don't have anything written down except for two questions. <laughs> it looks like I got halfway. It looks like I got distracted because I wrote... Um, I, I wanted you to rank James Wan's producer credits, and I wrote um, Conjuring 2, Annabelle, Night Swim, and Insid. Didn't even finish the word, so I'm assuming I got sidetracked doing something else. <laughs> so I only have two questions for you here. Okay. I want you to rank all of James Wan's producer's credits from worst to best. We have Conjuring 2, Annabelle, Insidious, and Night Swim. From worst to best? Worst to best. Night Swim, Insidious, Conjuring 2, Annabelle. Okay, you really like Annabelle. That that first one, you really like that one? Um, I think I would go Night Swim as well. I think I'd go Insidious, Annabelle, Conjuring 2. Mm-hmm. I think Conjuring 2 just has a little more scare to it than the other ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, but James Wan, I mean, he can produce as many horror movies as he wants at this point. He has set up the Insidious universe, the Conjuring universe, the yeah. Saw universe is his so i mean like the dude can do whatever he fucking wants at this point well the last question i have for you is i want you to rank these possessed dads for me from least scary to most scary okay we have ray waller george lutz in the amityville horror movie ryan reynolds that one we're gonna go with the 2005 ryan reynolds version and jack torrance from the shining i want you to go from least scary to scariest possessed dad ray waller Ryan Reynolds. I can't think of his name. George Lutz. And Ryan Reynolds is scary. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds is the second scariest possessed dad out there. And Speaking of Dills. Jack Torrance. Yeah, I would agree with that 100%. This, Ray Waller's just cheesy. Yeah. He's just... It's like goofy. Jack Torrance is creepiest because his isn't like really... A, like He's not possessed. He just has lost it. Yeah, in the book he they do a better job of showing he actually is possessed. Yeah. Um, and in the movie he seems like he's just kind of lost his marbles. Yeah, I mean you, I won't argue against you with that at all. I mean it's definitely more presented that he loses his marbles in the hotel in the in the movie. Um, 
But I would agree with you 100%. Jack Torrance feels like he's going to cut my head off. Ray Waller feels like he's going to pat me a little too hard on the back after I hit a home run. <laughs> and it's like, ow, dude. Maybe that was drown you in the pool. I might try, but I'm not getting in. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I'm not getting anywhere near his pool. Yeah. I, if I was a kid on this baseball team, I would be the safest motherfucker because I'd see that pool and I'd go, I'm not getting in that. But why? Because Too many people at that point. Like if it was just me and the the son, and he was like, "Will you come over and swim?" I probably would have probably would have gone over. But like at a pool party like that with all those people in the pool, dude, someone's gonna drown and no one's gonna notice, and it would probably be, be me. You. So I'm not <laughs> not getting in, okay? I mean, no one noticed him drowning. Right. The only reason that the, anyone noticed is because the the son, the son set up a camera fine. so he could record it. He wanted to record the pool being creepy, so he could prove to everyone the pool is creepy. Because no one believes him, yet every single one of them has had an experience with the pool. But he really just caught his dad being creepy. He really caught his dad trying to murder a child. <laughs> a child that looked up to him so much. So much. That, he, was, that was the cute. sad part. I thought that was very cute with like how much the son, how much that friend adored that, Ray. Yeah. I really did. And then to watch Ray almost fucking murder, murder him. him. It's fucking, He's ruined his hero, yeah. his baseball hero. He's yeah. quitting baseball now. Oh, yeah. He's never picking up a baseball. He's going to go run track or something now. He's done. He's done. He's not going to play sports. He's done. So, and we're done. There you go. Perfect. Look at that. And we're all done. So, is there anything else you want to say about this or are we good to go? Good to go. Good to go. All right. Perfect. So, that's it for us. This was the first movie we watched in 2024. We're hoping moving forward we can give you more theater content. Uh, Newer movies now that the strike is over. It ended last, like, August. We just never really got back to the theater because we didn't have time. But now we have time. There's a theater right down the street. We're prepared. And we hope you guys are prepared to go on this journey with us. And with that said, uh, follow me on my socials there in the description this time. I promise I'll actually put them in there. I haven't been doing that recently. Uh, And yeah, with that said, go watch a fucking movie. Just not this one. (laughs)